0: everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alison Rosen is your new best friend. My guest today is someone who's been on the Thursday show before, Ali Siegel, writer, (laughs) artist, person who's doing stuff for E!, person who just went to Disneyland for Goth Day, but was one (laughs) of the few who was wearing goth attire, uh, an Ali who spells her name as I do, and I can tell from the drink in front of you that when you, though you go by Allie at Starbucks, you go by Allison. I go by Allison because if I go by Allie, they say Ali.
1: Mm. And then I get confused. So I have to go by Allison. Also, it just feels more fancy and formal.
0: Now, do you (laughs) see, because my family calls me Allie and people who know me through the family call me Allie, but I feel more like an Allison. However, when people call me Allie, it like, it feels very sweet to me because it's like, oh, that's like, like, like they're being extra affectionate and because I have weird boundaries I'm like oh
1: yes yeah. <laughs> that's bizarre because my family calls me Allison and then everyone like friends and work call me Allie but then if like a romantic partner calls me Allison I'm like oh that's <laughs> like
0: a pet name <laughs> yeah Allie's like a pet name to me so then you feel more like an Allie I feel more like an Allie this whole interview is not going to be about our names nope. it's but- not <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> but it a lot of it might be <laughs> let's just
1: uh so I wait, what when that did- means about our personalities, that I you know. feel more like an Allison and I feel more like an Allie.
0: When did you start going by Allie?
1: I think it was when I was like high school- when I felt more like when I went through my bratty phase, probably. Mm. It's
0: like, I'm an Allie. I did, uh, and I've, I've mentioned this before. For a little while, I was, I just decided my name was going to be Allie Michelle because Michelle's my middle name. Wait, that's so weird. My name's Allison Jordan and I tried to go by AJ
1: for a little bit and it did not stick. What, like what age? <laughs> it was in high school. Yeah, I
0: was like 13, 14. I know. Do you remember? You're, you're younger than I am. Do you remember a store co op? It was called Koala Blue. Absolutely Newton- not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Olivia Newton-John had a, a clothing store. Oh, my God. And it was like an, uh, an homage and a celebration to Australia. And they had some pretty cute stuff. And they had big floppy tote bags. And I signed the mailing list Allie Michelle. So for a long time, oh the store God. has gone out of business. But for a long time, I received mail to Allie Michelle. And it had a heart over the eye. She's had a tough run of it. Remember she really when has. her husband like faked his own death to get yes. away from her?
1: <laughs> That's my worst
0: nightmare. Yeah. But she's bounced back. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we have a lot to cover. You are a writer, a very funny writer. That's sweet. Um, and you have epilepsy. Yes. And you are Jason Siegel's sister. Yes. And you are doing like a million different things, including of late. Your art has been getting a lot of attention. (laughs) Can you talk? Have you always been artistic? Can you talk about that? No, that's
1: what's so weird. I started doing, well, you know, I was like artistic in the young kid way where my parents put me in art classes or I'd like, draw a stick figure and my parents were like, this is amazing. Let's put it on the fridge. You're so talented. But then as an adult, I had a like girls night at home with my friends and we decided
0: to puff paint t shirts. And I put I was super into like we had a puff paint dedicated table in my house. My mom and my sister and I we're super into like applique, puff paint, attaching rhinestones to the t-shirts. Googly eyes. Yes. The, all of the, all of the f- shit you can put on a t-shirt we were into. Yes.
1: So fun. So I had girls over one night when my parents were out of town and we were, I was staying at their house for the weekend. And we decided to do a puff paint night. And I puff painted a t-shirt of Miranda from Sex and the City with mm-hmm. braces on it. Does she actually have braces? There's an episode where she does okay. have braces. And it's mortifying for her. <laughs> and I put it on my Instagram. And everyone was like, I would buy this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, this is so great. So I just decided... decided to start making t shirts and art and things like that. And it somehow I do not know how took off. Bizarrely, and I've just run with it.
0: That's so cool. And now I've seen you post stuff about how like, when you follow your dreams, things fall into place. And I can't tell if you're being sincere or not, because it does seem like (laughs) this weird passion of yours that all of a sudden is getting a shitload of attention.
1: Sometimes I become an inspirational quote. (laughs) It's embarrassing.
0: You have a Bill your art is on billboards now. I know, I think I utilized the
1: secret accidentally <laughs> and it became true. But it's true like I started doing something for fun and totally keeping out of the results and it I think people just enjoy the spirit of like whimsy and just having fun with something and not being so driven. I think people can be really driven by desperation and really clamoring for things especially in Los Angeles and this was something where I was just doing something completely for fun, not caring about what would happen out of it. And I think because of not caring Mm -hmm. so much, something actually happened out of it.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. So let's talk about the evolution of this. It started as you did Miranda, and then you started drawing more adult celebrities with braces yeah and then i now are these all people who have braces though or initially yes
1: great question (laughs) but then but then i just started doing people would say um can i get i the first weird one i got was someone wanted a picture of um jason sudeikis with olivia wilde um both with braces (laughs) and then olivia wilde was going to be kissing uh He wanted himself kissing Olivia Wilde with Jason Sudeikis looking jealous in the corner all with braces. Oh, my (laughs) God. Did you meet this person? No, it was. I got a direct message. And he was like, was that your
0: first commission? Yes. Had you not planned on? Never.
1: I had never gotten a commission. He was like, I'll pay you $50 to do this picture for me. And I was like, okay, I mean I have some time on my hands. He was like, I need them all with braces though. And then he wanted me to do a cartoon of it with some captions. So okay, fine. So then I just what started kind of captions. It was just like, Oh, uh, Olivia was supposed to be saying like the guy's name was like Tom or something, like, Oh, Tom, you're so much better than Jason. <laughs> and it was like he wanted it for his wall or something. So I made it and then I, I like posted it on my page and then other people started commissioning stuff for me too. So it, I started doing celebrities without Like who didn't have braces? Mm -hmm. I just started bracing them up. Big time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Yeah. Um. What is your process? What kind of? Because my husband uh, is into all sorts of various creating stuff and art so i have a a bit of a sense of pens (laughs) what kind of pens do you use because i think i might i think it might be the kind of pens that he has i well, i use like just markers that i got off
1: amazon see this is the thing i'm not an artist so i don't even know what i just use like regular like felt like watercolor markers are they coptic Marcus? Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, they are. I knew it. You know better than I do. <laughs>
1: so stupid. Well, I
0: don't. I know uh, Coptic and I know um Pentel because I wanted those when I was in school.
1: I had to for the K Rock billboard. Allie McKay is a friend of mine who I met off Twitter, and she had a segment on K Rock called "Like My Friends Are So Weird," and I was <laughs> the first one on. And then since I think they've abandoned the segment, so I'm like the one segment on <laughs> K Rock that was "My Friends Are So Weird," and I came in and did a picture of Kevin and Bean and. And then they turned that picture into the billboard, but they needed me to use Photoshop. And then as someone who is not a professional artist, I have never used Photoshop before. And just like not knowing what kind of markers I use, I had never used Photoshop and it was a complete disaster. But ultimately I did it. But it's like this weird process of I'm just learning along the way. Wait, you had to create the photo in Photoshop? No, I had already done it, but I had like had to scan it oh. and then turn it into billboard size and like mess around with the color scheme and
0: I don't know how – for the longest time, one of my goals has been to learn how to use Photoshop. I don't know how to do any of that. I feel like if I had – like, when it when it comes to, like, turn this photo into an image that you could use as your cover thing on Facebook or whatever, like, I have no idea how to do that. I don't that. know how to
1: – I also don't know how to
0: use Excel. I feel like I
1: missed that stage
0: in high school or college. Do they teach that then? I feel like I missed that job direction. Me, like, my know. husband – he not only is he really good at Excel as spreadsheets. Not only is he really good at spreadsheets, he like knows all the there's some term for the all the keyboard shortcuts. So yes, he can I just like zip around. I do not know a keyboard shortcut to save my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you don't need it because you're like the Picasso. Because I'm of a our professional time. artist
1: now, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't need to know Excel ever again. So you've done the billboard. Yes. And then now one of your favorite clothing brands, yes. not Koala Blue is apparently going to have your t-shirts in their store
1: yeah so i got a direct message which is the best way to get you know jobs job opportunities days, um from someone at live nation uh because i had done a picture of kurt cobain and courtney love uh, this is all like i'm infringing on so much intellectual property making all this stuff because right. i'm i i can not just take people's like images and names and just make all the stuff so no one sue me who's listening to this please Um, and they were like hey we own the property of a lot of the artists that you're making and a lot of the musicians Um, we should maybe collaborate and we can give you the rights to these artists and then you can actually make you know merchandise and we can sell it in stores And at first, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this is insane. Why is someone from Live Nation being like, you should make a David Bowie shirt for us? That's, I don't know how this is happening. Yeah. Um, So I went in for a meeting at Live Nation, and it turns out it was not a prank and they are being serious. Um, So I guess they sent some of my stuff to Urban Outfitters and they were interested. And so now we're in the contractual process of figuring so all that insane. out. This is so insane. It's so weird to me. And then also, I don't know if you know Bobby Hundreds um, from the Hundreds it. brand. Who is that? He uh, owns this brand called the Hundreds. And then they have an offset called Jennifer, which is like streetwear for women. And I'm doing some stuff for them too. So I don't know how this – Some, I mean, it's like some weird childhood dream where you're like, I want to be an artist and I want to design clothing when I grow up and then suddenly it's happened for me
0: was that was that one of your weird childhood dreams or it's just someone's
1: no I mean like I want to be an archaeologist and a clothing designer and like an astronaut you know but like now the clothing designer the astronaut and the archaeologist is on hold
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I I let those go do you worry as you go big time that your process will change
1: it's funny because I did recently a shirt without braces and people were just really stressed out. About I think it. I was one of <laughs> <Yeah>. them. Like
0: <laughs> yeah. i got comment like what's going on?
1: And they're like, Where are the braces? But I guess I mean that's part and even for the urban outfitter stuff, should it go through? I'm like, I don't I don't do I keep with the braces? Because I don't think people outside of my little bubble are going to get that because it's so bizarre and started off as a joke. I don't mm. know if some random person in Wisconsin is going to want a picture of, you know, Madonna with braces. I don't think that translates, but,
0: you know, maybe. I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is it? Do you have a fascination with adult braces? With orthodonture? <laughs> yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't know why that's my thing.
1: I think that there is just like. So some sort of void and in the market of <laughs> orthodonture art, and I figured I was the person who should tackle it.
0: Did, did you have braces?
1: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I did. I got them off. I demanded to get them off before my bat mitzvah. I demanded to be able to shave my legs and get off my braces before <laughs> my
0: bat mitzvah. Was that before you were ready to have them on- come off? Yeah, I had to get a retainer. Mm. Yeah. Um It's interesting because this is me trying to like go deep on braces. Nowadays, you're trying to Freud my braces. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, I'm no. I it's I'm more like Just really feeling trapped by society. And oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I hadn't thought about that. I, I'm not trying to Freud your braces. I'm trying to ideally do a cultural critique of the role of braces in culture and society now, but actually I'm not doing even doing that at all. Most adults now would get Invisalign. Yeah. So you don't even see that many adults with full on braces. True.
1: You know, what's interesting is I got one um, commission from a dad whose daughter was about to get braces. And so uh, he got some of her favorite celebrities with braces to get her excited about getting braces. And then he sent me back a picture of her like with all the celebrities and then a picture of her like a few weeks later with her braces and she was super jazzed. And it actually made me cry because I felt so, like I was so something sweet. doing something good for the world.
0: That's so So sweet. I'm like the Mother
1: Teresa of art <laughs> yeah. also.
0: Picasso and Mother Teresa. I did uh, find myself recently going down a Google rabbit hole <laughs> trying to figure out why Gwen Stefani got braces because yeah, her, why te- she? her teeth are pretty straight yeah. before. When she was young, she could never afford them, and she always wanted them. That's so bizarre. Yeah. That would
1: be interesting to actually find out the origin stories of – because I know Beyonce had braces. Mm -hmm. Kanye West had braces. Tom Cruise had them. That's more understandable because he has that middle tooth. Yes.
0: Yes. He got that fixed though, yeah. Did he? I don't know. I have to. I Google think it. I think he's still a little off, off center. Yeah, but his his teeth are much better, or they're much straighter now. Yeah, I don't know if I would say better. That's I have a beef with everyone getting their teeth perfected I these like, days. Yeah, I like a weird me too grill. Me too. I pr- I think it has more personality. Yeah, like when a woman has mm-hmm. uh like space. a space in yeah. I think it's
1: so beautiful.
0: I. I might have DM'd this to you. I don't know. Um, So I had braces when I was young and then – actually, not that young. I got them off when I was 17 or 18. But I started them when I was young. Not that young, 13 or 14. Uh, but are, anyway, you liar? I, <laughs> are you a liar? Are you a compulsive liar? Did you actually and, have I had braces? braces I actually didn't have braces. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> young compared to now. <laughs> uh, but I wore my retainers for years and years and years and years and years to the point where people would be like, I can't in college. I can't believe you still wear your retainers at night. And I was very religious about it. And I don't know when I stopped. But at some point I did stop and then my teeth started getting crooked again in the same way slightly but like i had one tooth that was really rotated and yeah. that one like is still trying to turn and it just began to bug me so i went to an orthodontist to see what could be done about this and one uh and there's that it like lo and behold there's a thousand other problems happening none of which are really serious but all of which could be fixed right uh and if I really wanted to, like, get everything perfect, they recommended full orthodonture, not Invisalign, but full braces and jaw surgery. What? And I'm like, that's 100,000% not happening at all. You need to wear a headgear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rubber bands. I couldn't believe that, though. Like, the second I heard... Because I was, like, maybe That sounds Invisalign. like a scam.
1: That's like when you go to get your car fixed and they
0: try to fix everything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um... I had a girlfriend who had
1: backwards braces. Oh, yes. On the back backwards braces. Yeah. Do
0: they even still do those anymore? I don't know. It affected her love life. I would imagine. Yeah. What I ended up getting is maybe like the retainer that you got a retainer that has these little, it's like an activated retainer. Yeah. So it like can push your teeth back into position. It's not as perfect as Invisalign, but it's uh, much cheaper. And. Invisalign, I think you're supposed to wear for 22 hours a day or something. Oh yeah, that's not going to work for me. This retainer I'm supposed to wear for 12 hours a day. I wear it like maybe an hour and a half a day. Also, Invisalign gave me a lisp. Oh you had, had it. Yeah, I
1: had it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't I was like no thanks I'd rather just have weird teeth. Yes,
0: yes, I didn't realize that's how I felt until I got that thing in my mouth and I'm like I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I, and I <laughs> That's 100%. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. This would be an excellent time for me to mention that I have a book out I've been meaning to mention this at the top of every show, but I keep forgetting. Tropical Attire, Encouraged, and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Uh, Go get it. It's a fun book. My husband did the illustrations. It's a bunch of short little stories. Um, It's really like toilet reading. You can pick it up, start anywhere, or you could read it from beginning to end. Uh, And if you go to alisonrosen.com, you you can barely go there and not end up buying the book it'll just sh- there's so many places to click that will take you to Amazon where you can purchase it and also I'm doing a book signing but by the time you hear this I will have already done the book signing and it went great okay <laughs> um let's see so many places we could go with this well so what are you doing for e um so I started off
1: freelancing like creative consulting and social media for them So I do like red carpet coverage stuff. So when they... On camera though? Well, it turned into an on-camera position. So like, for example, this afternoon is the Met Gala. So I'll go there and what happens is like, I'm sitting in a room full of like their ad execs and, you know, like media people. And if there's a moment of like Jennifer Lawrence tripping on the red carpet, for example, we'll screen grab it and then I'll figure out a caption for it. Mm. So essentially, I make memes for E! for their (laughs) red carpet events, which is the easiest and most fun job of all time. I don't know how I got blessed with it, but I'm so excited and so easy. How long have you been doing it? Not long. Probably like a month or two. Um, I randomly got like an email from an advertising company asking if I was interested in working for them. And so obviously, I said,
0: sure. So this is Okay, because I saw your – I don't know if it's your insta I think your insta- – some some bio where you say branded. Yes. So are you doing – so is it branded content? So no,
1: that's more like social media and consulting. I do branded content for places like Cosmo where they're like, we need – this is the weirdest one. So Clorox, for example, has a new uh, detergent that's specifically for underwear. And they want – so they'll – I'll write an article and they want to like uh, – you know, advertise it with Cosmo. Mm. So I'll write an article of like 10 things you feel on your period. And then one of them will be like, oh, I stained my underwear again. I need to go get the Clorox, you know, whatever it was called. And then that's a way to like seamlessly integrate Clorox into branded content in an article. So that's kind of stuff that I do for like websites and magazines and things like that. And will
0: they run that at – will they indicate that it's sponsored
1: that's a good question. I think they have – I don't know. I don't know the rules for that because that's right. more on the magazine end. I'm on, more on the editorial end. Mm-hmm. Probably – I'm
0: sure they probably have to write sponsors. Yeah, content. they probably do. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. I've been out of the magazine world for a little while. Um, I don't do
1: it as much because I, I used to be an editor and a staff writer and I, I got away from it. Right. It's, it's, How come? I was doing dating and relationship writing and it just felt like a stupid time to do that. Also cuz I well what happened actually was I was doing um dating and relationship writing and this was a time where there was like a lot of school shootings and uh so much of the shootings are related to domestic violence and I had wanted to write an article about that. And then the place that I was working for was like, well, you know, we have all this stuff about 10 ways to text your boyfriend and sex position stuff that we have to get out first. So why don't we concentrate on that? And then if we have time, you can write that article that you want to write. And I was like, like, no. Wow.
0: I have to quit. Yeah. That takes a lot of integrity. Naturally, I want to ask ask who that was, but I can see where maybe you don't want to say it in this context. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you Google me, you can figure out where I worked. But um, yeah, I was just – and then the place I was an editor before that, there was – I think there was like Trans International Day that was happening, and I wanted to write about that and post about it because a lot of the other places were posting. And they were like, well, we don't know where our readers stand on that, so we we don't want to post about it. And then Mm. I was like, I can't. I think it's just a weird time where websites are trying to figure out where they stand on things, but are more concerned about, you know, going viral and their readership. And at the same time, it's a place where you really do have to take like a social stand on things. And I can't live in both worlds. Mm -hmm. So I'd much rather do things that I mean, integrity, I guess, is a word you could use that like, I can keep my integrity Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, I, I mean, having a job that's, you know, and health insurance and stuff is nice, but I'd rather be able to, like, look at myself at the end of the day and say, I got to write about this rather than, like, 10 ways to impress your boyfriend,
0: you know? And are were you or are you doing television writing as well?
1: I am not doing television running. I guess the closest thing would be the E on camera stuff, um, which is so basically what I'm doing for them is is like a kind of a hosting gig. So they wanted a way to, and this is more on the marketing end to show the personalities of the stars of their show. So like Tyler, the Hollywood medium or the cast of one of their shows, like the arrangement or the, uh, they have like a wrestling show of like the divas or the Kardashians. They want to, Portray them in like a realer light. So all, they, I think they titled it like "Playing Hooky with E." Mm-hmm. Is I'll take some of the cast of their shows and do a fun activity with them. Have you hung out with
0: the Kardashians? No, but are I you hope, going to?
1: I hope so. Which, They're choosing which shows, so I hope that's on the list.
0: Which uh, Kardashian would you want to hang out with? Chloe,
1: hundred percent. I'm ride or die, Chloe. <laughs> what about you?
0: <sighs> um. I mean, I think Kim just because of the curiosity. Really? Yeah, because I I I don't follow them that much. Yeah, you don't keep but up. But I, <laughs> I find it challenging to keep up because challenging. There's is a lot going on. You know. Yeah. Um. But a friend of mine worked on a TV show in, like, the accounting department or something. But I remember we were all talking about, like, which celebrity that you've met in real life has the best skin? And she said Kim Kardashian 100%. Interesting. And I am just dying to see what her skin looks like in person because I would think it just looks like a bunch of stripes based on her whole... The contouring stuff? Yes, and the, like, bake, brighten, that thing. But But according to my friend... Her skin was like the most beautiful skin in person she'd ever seen. The best, most beautiful skin. Yeah. TV makeup is wild. Mm-hmm. Even when I saw myself on that video, I was like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: scary. But I yeah. recently
0: returned a contour kit. I, really? Yep, I bought it. and I bought it from Nordstrom. And as I returned it, I said, "I opened this and didn't like it. Is it okay to return it?" And he said, "Yes." So because I, I had never, returned I I've never, never it.
1: returned anything. That's not in my personality. Really? I can't do it. No. Like even if I
0: get Nordstrom wants you to return
1: even if I get food that's bad. Mm. I've I've returned food once, and it was because it was a pre-made salad, and I looked at the expiration date, and it expired like three months before. And I said, "I can't eat this." But if I order a medium rare steak and it comes. Well, well done. I won't return it.
0: Will you be upset?
1: I mean, I'll probably still eat it, but I, I yeah. So, like, if you buy clothes, you don't
0: return stuff? Um, clothes that you you'd realize you don't want or whatever? No, whatever I usually reason. just
1: give them to charity or a friend.
0: Okay, you're a better person than I am. No, I'm
1: just a people pleaser.
0: I think of myself as one, too, except when it comes to returning. Because I'll i buy stuff online and then, and I'll be like, I have no idea if this is going to work or not. Yeah. So I, then I try it, and then if I don't want it, I return it, because uh, Nordstrom has like a very uh, easy and generous return policy. Really? Yeah. There's no time limit as, as long as you have the receipt. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're known for it. So, when, but I had never returned cosmetics before, but I returned this because I'm like this uh, contouring kit. I don't know how to use it, and I don't think I want to use it. Yeah. So I said goodbye to it. But, but and they I feel were just like, like okay. Yeah.
1: That seems wild. Mm,
0: I don't think they're going to resell it or anything. I, I don't know well, where you it never goes. Know. Yeah, where does it go? I don't know.
1: Maybe like Nordstrom's rack?
0: Maybe, but they can't sell used cosmetics.
1: I don't know, but that, that, then that's we a should weird find out. return I know. policy. I had
0: Googled it ahead of time. You
1: love Google.
0: I do. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I prefer it to Lycos, Alta Vista. Or Bing. Bing. <laughs> um, <Ask Jeeves>. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, because I was like, I, I wanted to know, can you return cosmetics to Nordstrom? And they said, yes. They want you to be satisfied.
1: I guess maybe that keeps a happy clientele. I
0: was, I was, I'd skipped out of the store.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. <just> whistling. Like, $28. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Heavier. Uh, okay. Speaking of heavier. Yeah. I. Oh, God. Where's going. <laughs> i It's so just going, right now. It's going to myself. Um, you were chubby in high school. <laughs> Let's talk no, about No, it. it's going to me. Okay. Uh, I haven't weighed myself lately. Yeah. Sometimes I weigh myself all the time. Sometimes I don't weigh myself very frequently. Yeah. And because I find that in general, like, I don't know that it does anything good for me to weigh myself because sometimes if I'm like lower than I thought I was, then I'm like, oh, I've got a little bit coffee. of a cushion. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, I'm just going to step on the scale today. I've gained six pounds. <laughs> I don't, th- I, this was like a real, like, you can't let it lapse like that. You cannot let it go. This is me well, to me. Well, you look great thank you. Thank you. That, Thank you. I but I feel I don't I feel like oh my god, this is what happens when you just let it like when you get cocky not stepping on the scale, right? I don't keep a scale in my house. You don't because so, I get to I will get weird about it. Do you, Yeah. Do you have body image stuff? Oh, 100%. Yeah,
1: I think I, I have weird like binge eating issues. Not I don't binge out. But mm-hmm. like I, I guess I, you mean you don't? barf it up i, I don't barf mean? it yeah. up yeah binge <laughs> out i just hate the word barf but yeah i will i will eat i will disproportionately eat food like yesterday i was at disneyland and i ate like 10 churros mm-hmm. and like pretzels. i was just consuming non-stop or i'll eat like a pint of ice cream i just can't I, if i keep a scale in my house i'll get too weird about right.
0: it right but yeah. then do you do what do you do something to offset it or yeah, then I'll do like a weird
1: juice cleanse and like get too far the other end. I need to learn how to make a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. And I also weight fluctuate. Like, I, that's still something that I grapple with for sure, is that right. stuff.
0: But not do you, when you go to a doctor, do you ask them to not tell you the number? Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Or actually, because my doctor I've been going to since I was super young. So sometimes she'll be like, What's your weight right now? And I'll just always give the same weight without she doesn't really
0: weigh me that's like my driver's license yeah I, I haven't been that weight since i was like fourth grade oh my know. god me
1: too it's horrible <laughs> yeah i just i don't want to mess with it
0: i have to get my license renewed and i have to go in person and i think i might upgrade up update to like a more realistic you're weight. probably gonna have to take a permit test how do you know if you have to take that or not
1: because i don't want to be surprised because when i had to renew my license recently i had to take a permit test
0: what kind of questions are on this? Test? It's
1: really easy. It's like, do you stop at a stop sign? Yes. Yeah. There okay, you go. Good. You just got it.
0: <laughs> you got are your there any hard, Are there any hard ones, though? Because um, I don't want to like get nervous and fuck it up and lose my license. I
1: mean, study a little bit. Like, you look online and just look at permit tests, and then you'll see. But some of them are, you know, how far in front of a train track should you stop? That's not intuitive. Right. It's, you know, like 300 feet, 500 feet, 1,000 feet. You know? Is it. 300 feet? I think it's 300. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, could, I think I just made up that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you know ahead of time you were going to have to take this? Yeah, first? I did. You did. How yeah. did you find that out? My dad. Okay. <laughs> could I call him? Yes, please call
1: <laughs> My dad would love to take care of everyone in the world.
0: Because I'm just expecting that I show up, wait in a line, and then get my picture taken, and then feel irritated by the whole experience, but leave. Did they tell you? Did you get... I got nothing. That's the problem. Oh. I didn't get any sort of thing in the mail. I know I was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, But I did not get anything. Here's, to be fully honest, here's what happened. You threw away your mail? Nope. Nope. Oh. It was going to a P.O. box that my mother no longer picks up mail at because she doesn't have that P.O. box anymore. And th- it's not the address on the license. I don't know how... Like, I've changed the address on the actual license. I don't know how the mail was still going to this P.O. box that no one in my family has. Oh, interesting. It's been. I did have braces back when they had that P.O. box. (laughs) That's the only thing I can assume because I've known for a million years that in 2000, on my birthday in 2018, that's when my license expires because the picture on my license currently is from when I was like 20, from 15 years ago. So, no, I did the math wrong. I don't know how old I was, but I was young. Yeah, I had puka shells in my last.
1: In my last one, I had like had really thin brows in a spray town in puka shells. Yeah.
0: I was in my early 20s. So wait, how long? You know what? This is this is not important. (laughs) The the math of it is not important. It's just always been this date in the future. Right now. This date is upon us here. I didn't receive anything in the mail, I think because it must have gone to the wrong place because I'm sure that they do send something. I don't know. Anyway, so now I'm just flying, flying blind. I don't know what to do, but I talked to Dana Gould because uh, I was on his podcast, and he's like, yeah, you just make a, a appointment and go in. Yeah, make an appointment, but maybe call first to figure out what it is you need. Right. So you're not just blindsided
1: with a permit test. Even calling them seems like something I don't want to do. Yeah, I mean, anything that... Post office, DMV, taxes, all that stuff is scary. Grocery
0: shopping, getting gas, Mm -hmm. running out of toilet paper. Insurance stuff. Insurance. Yes. Like right now, my husband and I have two – we are each with different insurance companies. And for for a thousand years,
2: my mom has been –
0: a thousand i know <laughs> i'm not good at math but it's been a while. my mom has been like you'll save money if you're on with the same policy you'll save money and i'm always like can it i don't want to deal with more shit yeah it's so stressful. Tur- but it turns out you really really like- yeah because <laughs> i'm like i'm not doing it to save 78 dollars, but it's like like a thousand you save like a thousand dollars yeah <laughs> if you're t- if you're bundled uh but now but but i talked to a couple like i talked to got four different companies and now I've got to call two of them back and get more. It's like, I don't want to deal with any of this. Yeah. I need to hire your dad. Yeah. Hire my dad. He'll do it for free. What is it like being Jason Siegel's sister? <laughs> you, you know, you, there's three of you,
1: right? Yes. You, I have two older brothers. Okay. Yeah. Jason is Jason the oldest? No, uh, my brother Adam is the oldest and then it goes Jason and then it goes me. Um, I don't know. Like I guess I don't notice. Like to me he's just my brother. Um to most people I think in my circle, he's also just my brother and then there's like a periphery to other people where he's a celebrity, but I don't it's funny because I totally don't see him that way. Right. So it's hard for me to even answer that. Um I guess the only time it really gets weird sometimes is with dating um i would never date anyone who's like excited by that that he's my brother <laughs> you know that's the only thing that's weird right um or i wouldn't want to be friends with someone who's also excited by that um but that's the only i like i recently met a girl uh i was at a gallery opening at Jens at a gallery 1988 uh owned by jensen carp i had a piece of my art in the most recent gallery opening who was it it was um it was it was uh, called 30 Years Later and it was movies from 1988 and I had drawn a picture of the bad guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> and this girl was there and, and my whole family came and this girl was there and she like saw me with my family and then she was asking for – asked if I could have my brother come over to take a picture of them together and I was like you can ask him. I'm not getting involved in that. And then she found me on Instagram and, like, keeps asking me to go out to lunch and, like, stuff like that. I'm just – I'm not – I don't get involved in stuff like that mm-hmm. if, when you're so clearly trying to become friends with me because of who my family is. Right. It's not, you know, right. obviously anything
0: I want to get involved in. Is it weird when you're in public with him?
1: Um, no. I don't know. It, it, it's not – people don't make a big deal out of it. And when they do, it's just, you know, like if someone wants a picture, it's just, you know – they take a picture and then we move on right I mean I'm sure you deal with that stuff and people come up to you and like want a picture with you and things
0: um yes but I imagine not to the level of your brother
1: yeah I guess it's funny like maybe I just don't even notice it or anything I it was probably a bigger deal when I was younger than it is now um but yeah I just think it's like something that Maybe we just kind of, like, ig- ignore and then, you know, move on. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm, like, super proud of him and super supportive. And everyone in the family is really supportive of each other. Um, and we're really close. But, yeah, it's just something I think that we, like, compartmentalize and we don't mix, like, business and pleasure. Right. Um our family so pleasurable but yeah it's just It really that sounded so incestual we don't mix we don't mix the sex in the (laughs) and the business um but yeah i just i think it's just i'm able to separate that (laughs) that's the creepiest way to dip your
0: pen in the family ink yeah uh what is your relationship not personal but what are your feelings about guy fieti Oh my god! Great
1: question. Um, I kind of love him. Also, he officiated um a mass like gay marriage wedding. I didn't know this. Yeah, god, he's a, a really good guy. Guy here, he <laughs> is. It's a great person. I think he's super charitable. I like diners, drive-ins, and dives. I think it's something very sweet about it. I don't know. I'm very like iconic American, but I think I don't know. There's something about his energy that I like. It's mm-hmm. stupid, but it's good. Like he's. Uh, jovial dude and when i found that out about you know like him being a huge advocate of the lgbt community i thought it was i mean there's like war to him right what meets the eye
0: because you've done him with braces yeah
1: i did do him with braces and it's a shirt that says welcome to flavor town <laughs> i actually almost brought it for you as a gift oh oh because i'm not thoughtful
0: <laughs> well i appreciate the almost thought <laughs> yeah it's, always, it's the thought that counts right, right? yes it is <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. My husband is like very pushes against the idea that it's the thought that counts. And is like, what good is the thought if you don't actually do it? Really? What's his love language? It's so funny you ask that because just the other day I was like, I need to get this book because I don't, I hear people referring to it or hashtagging it. And I don't know the different languages. And I've even been, I was on Throwing Shade and they asked me and I don't remember if it was joking or serious. What are the, what are the options it's here? It's like
1: gifts, acts of service,
0: affection, quality, time. Shoot, there's a fifth one. i got to write this down because, no, I don't. I, it takes me, I, my handwriting, t- it takes me forever to write. Yeah, there's a fifth one it. that I'm missing. Gifts, acts of service, affection,
1: quality, time. And tweets. And tweets. <laughs> and social <laughs> media presence. And Facebook status. And going Facebook official.
0: I don't know. I really, I need to read this book because I, I don't know what I would say. His, so if now it's what's his love language would be, how does he express his love or how, what? How does he feel love? Like, how does he receive love? I think. Right. Oh, this is a good question.
1: Um, well, it could be both. Like, how does he express his love and how does he like feel
0: love back, Right.
1: Like, I feel love best, affection and words. Oh, words of affirmation. Did I see that? Did I say it? You didn't say that. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. and words of affirmation and I affection. I think he's
0: affection. Yeah. He's affection and words of af- affirmation. Yeah. And then I am words of affirmation, tireless listening, <laughs> <laughs> helping me make decisions and acts of service. Yeah. I think probably. I think I'm,
1: qu- and, and giving, I think I'm quality time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll spend time with someone, is how I show my affection for them right i don't think i'm real pda or vulnerable enough to be like i like you
0: so much yeah jeff did you were you gonna chime in
2: i had just (laughs) looked them up on wikipedia and
0: gotcha was i right
2: yep you got them all
0: where's my ding sound (laughs)
1: thanks
0: (laughs) i feel like my love language might just be hearing a ding yeah It's (laughs) it's so Pavlovian. it really is so what do you do if you have different love languages? That's what the issue is is you're supposed to
1: you're supposed to accommodate to your uh, your partner's love language. So if you know that your partner receives love through gifts, like if gifts make them feel loved, you're supposed to, you know, give them gifts mm-hmm. and things like that or if you know your partner receives love through affection, you're supposed to be more affectionate like to your partner. So you're supposed to know how your partner receives
0: love best and then accommodate to them. I feel like he and I need to get this book. It's so interesting because Early in our relationship, there were a couple times where I would explain to him how much I loved him and why I loved him. And it was almost like he'll love me during this. It was almost like his eyes glazed over and I'm like this is so meaningful to me, and yet it is like not doing dick for you. <laughs> yeah, because that
1: doesn't mean, like, it could be so sincere for you, but if he doesn't, if words of affirmation aren't how he receives love, then, you know, it's not computing for him.
0: But I think it's a specific kind of words of affirmation he was looking for. Because right. expl- And I sort of get it, actually. My explaining it was like, you make me feel this. Like, I feel safe. I feel yeah. loved. I feel cherished. And he's kind of like, but but what about How me? How do you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, and we've since talked about it. And now right. he sort of feels like that was maybe like a little bit unfair or egotistical of him to be wanting to hear it in a specific way but i kind of get it because no, yeah. in a way i was he was like but that's utilitarian like right. you're saying what role i play in your life and i'm like but for a woman that is would you agree no it's funny, for a woman like, that kind of is what it is totally like i for example i don't
1: like gifts But for someone else, if they're giving me gifts constantly, they think they're being so nice and so, you know, like charitable and, you know, going over the top for me. But I don't like a piece of jewelry means nothing to me. I don't care at all. But if someone gives me a hug or kisses me in public, that means so much more to me than any. You could give me a Ferrari and I'm like, what, this is weird. But if you know, like, hold right. my hand when we're going to the coffee shop, that means so much more. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like being on the same level and knowing how, you know, your partner receives love. Right,
0: right. So I know um, from, from reading some of your columns uh, before you came on the Thursday show, some of the writing that you had done, you've, You had you've had some unhealthy relationships. Yeah, for sure.
1: I think most of them have been unhealthy to be honest. I'm getting better for mm-hmm. sure after like a lot of work. Um, But yeah, I think the nature of most of my relationships have been unhealthy. Like what was the pattern? Um, I mean, it certainly progressed better. I was in a five-year relationship that was physically and emotionally abusive, which wasn't good. But it's looking back, I mean, it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me, which is a weird thing to say. But I think anyone who's probably been in something like that can understand where I come from because it, it – Really led me to make some big changes in my life mm-hmm. that have gotten me to where I am now. Um, so that's beneficial, but I think I'm tend to attract and be attracted to people who are more like predatory in nature. Um, and uh, narcissism is like an overused word. Um, but I think I, um, I tend to get in relationships with people who like after one or two dates who are like, I like you so much. You're the best person I've ever met. Like you, like I've never met anyone like you. And if someone was emotionally healthy and had their life together and like had a great job and great friends, they wouldn't apply that onto me so early without knowing me. Mm-hmm. Um, So I tend to get in relationships with people who are, you know, more fantastical in nature rather than actually, you know, reality based. So I'm trying to move away from that.
0: Um, Why do you- I- I'm relating very strongly yeah. to this. Why, uh, Present present marriage excluded. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that appeals to you?
1: Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, obviously, self-esteem. Someone coming at you so early, just telling you everything they like about you feels good. The alternative of moving slowly and having to reveal yourself feels vulnerable and scary. And also, you know, having to have something healthy and then having that not work out feels you know more devastating than something you already know probably won't work out mm-hmm. um, so and also you know getting I like things to happen quickly like I like instant gratification um, so I think when things move quicker in nature that feels more familiar to me um, and also I associate like people with healthy boundaries with like not liking me mm. rather than actually that's probably liking me more Um, and actually taking the time to get to know me. Um, So I think I'm trying to just like rewire my brain into realizing that like boundaries are actually respectful and people who are boundary-less, that's actually a sign of like disrespect.
0: Yes. I remember having that realization that like – married guys or guys who are in relationships lay it on so thick and they like seduce you. Yeah. And actually, if those guys loved you in a way that was respectful and a good thing in your life, the approach would never be like that. Totally.
1: Yeah, it's just so interesting. I think that learning that the way people approach me and actually, because I'll see a red flag and I'll be like, I could fix that later. Mm. Um, but actually seeing a red flag and realizing I don't like that um, and I'll choose differently and I'll actually leave this is what I'm trying to – recently, yeah, there was this guy who I was dating – or I went on a date with and I was talking to who I really liked. But then I was like, oh, I like him based off his Instagram and his Instagram videos. This is fantastical. It's mm. not something that's based in reality. And then we had had plans and then he didn't cancel them before. And I was like, but he had a family emergency and um, that's real life thing. But I was like, oh, but at the same time, I would also like someone who would cancel plans rather than just ditch me. So it's like little things like that where I'm realizing, okay, that's a red flag early on. Mm -hmm. I'll that's not what I want. I can move on forward. So I mean the things I was dealing with five years ago in terms of, like, abusive relationships are now whittled down to I want someone who will cancel plans if there's a, a family, you know, emergency instead of just Not standing sure me up enough. or ghosting yeah. me, you know. So it's it's getting better, you know, but.
0: How um, abusive was the abusive
1: um It was bad. I mean, I had to, we worked together, which was a bummer. Um, and, I mean, it was, like, i mean it was like beating me up kind of stuff um but how did you keep
0: it from people around you
1: I was just like, I remember this is so depressing. But there was one time where, like, I would say, like, oh, I fell off my bike or things like that, but I didn't even have a bike. So I kept saying so often that I fell off my bike that I bought a bike.
0: <laughs> I was like, I feel weird laughing.
1: Like, like, I mean, in hindsight, it is funny, but it's just like the things you do yeah. when you're in those situations um, that now I'm like, that person it just feels so, I wish I could, like, give her a hug. Um, but yeah, I mean, in a lot of it, um, I was drinking so much at the time, too, and I don't drink anymore, and he was drinking so much. It was just such a convoluted thing that he and I were in, but yeah, it was bad. I just think, like, the last time I saw him was, like, he had – we were drinking, and we were walking home, and we had gotten in a fight over football or something. Like, his team had lost, and it was – which is also, I would never date someone now who would get upset when their team lost. Right. Um, and he had, like, slammed my head against oh a car. Oh, my God. And then when I tried to call the cops, he, like, smashed my phone and then, like, left me in an alleyway. And then I was just like, okay, this isn't – and it was just that moment of, like, this isn't what I want or, like, who I want to be. So mm-hmm. I ended up – I was in Santa Barbara at the time, and I just ended up quitting my job and um, moving back to Los Angeles and just kind of, like, starting my life over, which is when I got into writing. Because I was teaching before.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just – it's so um,
1: upsetting. Yeah. It was intense for sure. And also I was like dealing with that stuff where like no one really believed me and he was like a really great guy on the outside and had a lot of friends and I was new in town. So it was like all that normal kind of like domestic abuse-y
0: stuff. Were you worried for your life? Um…
1: Not at the moment, but I knew if he and I kept dating, like it was one of those, like one of us, will, only one of us will make it out alive. And you were with him for five years? Yeah, on and
0: off. Did, was, was it like you hear, like, was he super possessive? Yeah, I mean, like, I did think, he fit the profile of?
1: Yeah, for sure. We are both jealous and like crazy, but like also, I mean, looking back, there were times where he was like, I, "We can't do this anymore," and mm-hmm. I was like, "If you leave me, you know, you can't leave me after what you've done, you know." So I think it was totally both sided. You know, it's one of those things where, like, emotionally, I was so because I mean, there's an emotional abuse component of dom- I think domestic abuse also, where I was so you know left so insecure and thought that I was such a piece of, I swear, yes. shit, mm-hmm. that, like, the idea of him then leaving me as nothing, like, I couldn't ha- grapple with that either, you right.
0: know? Right, right. God. Do you think he has uh, continued abusing women?
1: I don't know. It's so funny because, like, one of the girls he was cheating on me with, he – ended up dating her after I left. And I don't know if they're still together or not. He'll sometimes, like, email me because he's blocked on my phone. But he'll, like, email me late at night every so often. Um, So obviously he hasn't changed too much. Um, But I don't know. I I mean, I don't think you really – I do believe in the capacity of people to change. Um, cause I think I've changed a lot in my life. Um, but I don't know. I, unless he's taken like active measures in his life to improve, I don't know how mm-hmm. he wouldn't still be doing some of the same stuff he's done.
0: And how did you, did you go to therapy after? Were you in therapy then?
1: Um, yeah, like a means
0: of therapy. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah,
1: and I it, like a I have a mentor type lady who helps me through
0: mm-hmm. the stuff I'm going to. Do you feel like it left you traumatized?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think emotionally it put first of all, we're relationships, it made me weird for sure. Um, and I know that. But I think emotionally it took a lot to like rework my confidence and things like that, uh, to bring it back to a level that's normal or at least like in perspective of like knowing who I am and my accomplishments and like physical attributes aren't what
0: he would apply to me Mm -hmm. did you have people telling you to get away from him at the beginning
1: it's funny because like not really (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, cause we were in like a group of friends and my girlfriends were all dating his friends. Mm. So a lot of it in the beginning were like, it's not fun if I'm not dating him anymore. And like, I'm being dramatic if I'm making this difficult for everyone. So a lot of it was like, if I, if I'm making a problem, like I'm making it not fun for everyone. Mm. Obviously my parents, when things got bad and, um, and especially my brothers too, um, or not my older brother because I didn't tell him about it, but Jason, um, were very much like, you need to leave this. And there was a night too where my bro- – I don't know. if you want to be- But anyway, so <laughs> – but my my parents very much were like, this is not okay. Um, but I had isolated myself totally from all my friends in Los Angeles. I didn't talk to them the whole five years um, that I was with them. And I know that if, if they had known, they would have not been okay with it. Yeah. But I was just like – when I lived in Santa Barbara, I was just like – I can't talk to anyone in Los Angeles. I'm starting a new life. Like I don't want anyone to know what's going on with me. I think it was a level of shame also.
0: How come you didn't tell Adam?
1: It's funny, he and I just have like a different relationship. It's kind of I love him so much and he's so amazing. Um, but I think it's more like surfacey. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that like deep down emotional stuff that he and I don't talk about. It's more mm-hmm. of just like a jokey kind of right. relationship he and I have. Right. Also, he's way older than I am. He's like, we have an 11-year age difference, okay. which I guess maybe you could think of as more paternal. But mm-hmm. instead, there's just like that weird difference where we're just like talk, text about funny stuff.
0: Right. God, this is so – I'm I'm so glad that you're back here <laughs> and that you're not with this. this yeah. Guy. And also,
1: I mean, like I'm so – I am made it out totally like so much better and actually I'm glad that it happened because it gave me so much insight and, you know, I, I feel 100% better having, having had that happen in mm-hmm. my life, you know?
0: Wow, this is going to be an awkward segue now, but I need to <laughs> talk like, to you guys. Petco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, close whistle. <laughs> do you have a dog?
1: I do not have a dog,
0: but you, your parents oh have a dog, God, I'm right? Psychic. Yes, my parents. And you do kind have of a are psychic. Now, does your parents' dog not like you? Yeah, my
1: parents' dog hates me. Riley will not speak to me. What dogs don't talk? Will not be. <laughs> You guys are on non-speaking terms. We're on
0: non-speaking terms. How unusual. Riley hasn't
1: spoken to me in years.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe you should surprise Riley with the whistle (laughs) device, which is a device that attaches to your pet's collar and allows you to track their location and activity from an app on your phone. It's amazing. So I have a dog um, who's like kind of crazy and also kind of shy. And my friend, Laura London, who's a dog trainer who has been on this show a long time ago, she's like, you need to get... Uh, you need to get a GPS device for your dog because especially with shy dogs, if they bolt and someone tries to catch them, oh, they yeah, might make run them away. run. I yeah. actually don't know that my dog would do that. But anyway, that she put that in my head like, and I'm like, but she's chipped. Because I thought that if dogs are microchipped, then someone can like... Yeah, I thought that was GPS. locate. And it's not. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Oh, I thought that like you can get some sort of map that shows their location. <laughs> but it's just if they're microchipped, you if someone finds your animal you can take them to the vet and they can scan it and then it pulls up your information but whereas like a gps tracker and especially whistle which uses gps and at&t's cellular cellular network to monitor your pet anywhere in the u.s then it really is like with this app that you can see exactly yeah so wendy has it and so i can look at it and see like where on the walk she is and it's amazing and then it also has this activity monitor aspect to it which i thought i don't I just need the GPS, the location tracker thing. I don't need that. I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to use the activity monitor. Um, but that part turned out to be the part that I like even more, like in the same way that we would track our steps and stuff. Yeah. It's super cool to be able to know how active your dog is and yeah. to see what hours of the day your dog is the most active. And Because let's face it, everyone who has a dog, uh, is super obsessed with them. And so you want to, and, and so Crazy. you can set like activity goals based on the age and the breed, and then you can make sure you're hitting that um, whistle is super lightweight. It weighs less than an ounce waterproof and has a rechargeable battery that lasts up to 10 days. Whistle brings peace of mind to pet owners across the nation for a limited time. All my listeners can get $25 off a whistle device when you use my code BEST FRIEND. So go to whistle.com right now and use code BEST FRIEND at checkout. Vis- visit whistle.com today. Whistle, the smarter way to care for your best friend. Okay. Let's take some questions. That listeners sent in on Twitter. But first, let me tell you, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rosen is where you go. Different reward levels, bonus material, all sorts of access. You'll be begging me to leave you alone. Patreon.com slash Rosen. When we ask and send them in, they wonder and how you have been. So thanks so much. Okay. Joe Yu says, I think you should mostly just discuss your lives as fellow 1L Allisons, how different your lives may be if your parents had a second L. Well, I think if if I was an Allison with two Ls, I wouldn't always have to say just one L. That's true. Yeah. It
1: feels like a different human, Allison with
0: two Ls. Yes. I feel that Allison with two L's is the more common spelling. It is a more common spelling. And yet, all the Allison's I know are one L. There's a real group. There's a real... We could form some kind of posse. Yeah, I think all the Twitter
1: Allison's all Mm -hmm. have one L. Um, I was out with an Allison yesterday who was two L's and a Y. Who? Who's this person? I know. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) That's the most complicated way to do it.
0: I had... uh, I had a gynecologist named Allison. And I think she was two L's and a Y. Maybe was this woman a gynecologist you were with? Nope, <laughs> Orange, Orange County. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that is a compliment. I also knew an A L Y S U N, but I, that's, that's just insane. a whole different. That's, that's a just, mistake. It's a different name <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But do you know Allie Ward?
2: No, she spells I don't.
0: A L I E. Because there's another Allie Ward, but she's an A-L-I-S-O-N, Allison. But she changed it? Mm-hmm. That's she crazy. Added the, yeah, sort of like how you want That's like to Allie be. McKay. Yeah. It, what is she an Allison as I well? I don't know what Allie McKay is. We need to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I had an Allie Rosen, an Allie Rosen on my show. Yeah. But she's an Alexandra. See, I don't understand the Alexandra going to Allie. How does that happen? <sighs> Why
1: aren't you an Alex?
0: Right? Yeah. Or a Sasha. Dis-
1: wait what sasha
0: is a nickname for alexandra how i don't know but there was a girl named sasha in my high school and her actual name was alexandra it's a i think it's a russian thing oh but the woman that you introduced me to yeah on instagram oh the yeah. anesthesiologist yeah who is also an artist who's yeah. amazing alex yeah her twitter her instagram is sasha there you oh go oh my
1: god that's true mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God, that's so weird. I know, I am I'm i don't, but it's sort of like how Peg is a nickname for Megan or Margaret, it, it, do you know? Margaret. Margaret. That, what? Yeah, how do you get Peg from Margaret? I had no idea about all this. Oh my God, I need to start a nickname podcast. Yeah. It, it'll just be about Sasha Alexandra and Peg Margaret. Oh, are there okay. any other, what's it, are there any other weird ones, Jeff? Well, Jack and John, that one's weird because Jack is its own name. Right, yeah, that's strange uh let's see here i think we all know all the various elizabeth yeah nicknames this is a world i haven't entered yet i need to know what dot or dotty is a nickname yeah. for i feel like that's also margaret that's dorothy oh, oh it is that makes yeah, sense I,
2: I know these because i had an aunt peg and an aunt dorothy
0: these are aunt <laughs> oh <names>. my god <laughs> that means that there's going to be new babies
2: named these names
0: because these names are they're coming back they're yeah good, they
1: are they're good names Yeah, Dottie's cute. Yeah. I would name my kid Dot.
0: I like the name Karen. And if we had... Really? I know! That's everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That is everyone's reaction, including my husband. Uh, If we were to have a girl, I was going to be pushing hard for Karen, except I knew that... Yeah, you were. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that it was going to be an uphill battle, but then, like... All the memes that are like, you know, yeah, Susan, yeah,
1: Karen, yeah. I don't like a Karen. It feels like a manager at a store who is angry.
0: That's kind of what. He, that's what he said. Kind of. Uh. Yep, lost the Karen battle. Well, I didn't have a girl, but still, right. yeah, it's weird. But I feel like Karen's gonna be making a. I feel like all those names are gonna make come. I have a friend who has a daughter named Barbara. Because huh. that's what to me, Barbara and Linda are names of my mom's friends. Yeah, me too. My mom's
1: two best friends are Barbara and Linda. See? And I have an Aunt Karen. Yeah. Yeah. How does she spell it? Wait, you Karen? have an Aunt
0: Karen and you just totally shit all over Karen? My,
1: Karen doesn't understand what a podcast is. She has no that's, idea. How- that, that's
0: <laughs> like the reigning quality of a Karen. She yeah. doesn't understand. <laughs> Karen, what- does not, Karen has an AOL email address. <laughs> she has no idea you know, how to find a podcast. I got bullied into abandoning my AOL. I had AOL for a long time. Yeah. And, and so many people made fun of me that I switched to Gmail and I'm happy with Gmail. Right. As we've as expressed earlier. I love a Google. Yeah. But so many people in the comedy world still have AOL. It is weird how many people have yeah. AOL
1: email addresses. Are they
0: all happy with it? I don't know. How do you even get
1: AOL? Like the CD? <laughs> how do you- I? Got it? It's a CD ROM.
2: It's it's a weird comedian hang on. Mm-hmm. There were uh, when I was doing the podcast festival, there were so many comedians that were still on AOL, and it, it was the only group of people that I've ever seen this with. But a shocking number of them do yeah. they
1: instant message and stuff? I don't know.
0: Chat rooms
1: is that still a thing?
0: I don't know if there are still AOL chat
2: rooms.
1: I know, but now I'm curious. I feel yeah. like I'm being left out of something.
2: Wouldn't it be funny that however you get to your AOL email, that when you logged onto the website or whatever, that it actually played that dial up modem sound? Like, Yes,
0: <laughs> it should. <laughs> that's <laughs> so relaxing. You got mail. Yeah, that's like <laughs>
1: ASMR for me, the dial up sound. Really? I don't, I don't.
0: Well, it might be nostalgic at this point. Yes. Are you an
1: ASMR person? I'm not. I actually really don't like the sound of whispering.
0: Yeah. I like the sound of typing. Oh, lot. that's pretty soothing. Yeah, I feel like ASMR people enjoy moist mouth sounds. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not someone who hates the word moist. It sounds like you are moist mouth sounds. Isn't that like Isn't what ASMR basically is all about? Yeah, just but like... those three words. Were...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I literally look at my arms. My hair is standing. I'm up. sorry.
0: I didn't. I didn't mean to. Nails on a chalkboard. You. Oh
1: my god. The, just even the phrase moist. It's mouth a gross sounds. phrase.
0: Yeah. But I didn't even know what ASMR it was until Nikki Glaser came on the show. Yeah. It's, what does it stand for?
2: Aural, I actually don't know.
0: Like aural something, something, something. Yeah. It's like people who lo- love like whisper quiet sounds or like nails touching something yeah. or someone playing with sand. But and- there's like a weird sexual... Is there? Yeah. I think, okay. that, I think there's something weird about it because it's always
1: like a woman. Right. Making tea in yeah, a traditional... Japanese outfit. Yeah. Have you ever seen the woman who put, like puts her <laughs> Yeah, that I like. Have you ever seen the woman who puts her face in bread? <laughs> no. Oh my god. It's is this an, an ASMR thing? I don't know what it is, but it's more like visual ASMR. I think her face is her Instagram is Bread face plant or something. Oh my God. But it's this really beautiful woman and she gets loaves of bread and then she delicately tears them apart and then she puts her face in them. She face plants into soft bread.
0: <laughs> it's so this weird. This is insane. I need yeah. to go look at this. But I'm sorry. I'm just, I gotta belabor this point for a moment. But isn't MMS, I'm not gonna say the whole phrase because I don't want the hair to stand up on your, yeah. isn't, isn't <laughs> that kind of asmr yeah, I mean, I guess because I feel is. like it's someone speaking quietly into the mic, and, like all the ebb. and so you hear mouth sounds. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I just
1: don't know why. There's something about whispering. I feel it here. Yeah, I don't like it. It feels like a ghost.
0: Right. Yeah, it's like you're, <laughs> you're invading my space. Yeah, it does
1: feel like you're encroaching on my personal. And they
0: also there's some special way of making ASMR videos. I think so that it's like, in stereo. Yeah. And that's a special ASMR thing, It is too. a special ASMR thing. Yes, like- I don't want to hear someone, like, getting in my ear hole.
1: Yeah, yes. I dated a guy who would have to listen to ASMR to
0: sleep. I hope he used headphones. No. So you had to listen to it to sleep. Yeah. Could, could you fall asleep listening to it? No,
1: I can't, because I. it's like, hi, how are you? What are you doing? And it's just weird, whispery stuff. It's, I hate it. Oh
0: Yeah. It, it totally... Uh, like- set Like, my mom... instead of knocking when I was uh, growing up, she would she always had long manicured nails. Not, I don't mean like I don't mean like crazy long. I just mean not super short. She'd like she would go what's something I can do this on? I don't, my nails aren't that long. But like against the door instead of knocking she would go I'd be like (laughs) "Ah, I don't do that! I hate (laughs) it. I appreciate a hearty knock. Not this like yeah. Uh, yeah, like that's like a total invasion of like, don't, like, don't, don't be like, don't wisp into my room. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm very
1: sensitive to sound. Yeah. Which is weird because if I'm in control of the sound, I don't mind. But sounds can feel invasive. To me. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes, I'm someone who, like, if. Daniel is tapping something. Yes. Like some kind of fidgety sounds will drive me nuts. Totally. But I, if I'm in my car, I'll
1: listen to the music so loud. But if I'm in someone else's car and the music is too loud, it will really bother me.
0: Have you ever asked a Lyft driver to turn the music down? Because I've wanted to, but I haven't.
1: No. I also I also don't take Lyft that often, but I I feel weird asking yeah, for that same. stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's see what other questions we have going on here. Our, well, the, our man says, what's with the donuts and why from 7-Eleven? Because it's my weird binge eating stuff. The
1: other day I tweeted, I, I, I ate two donuts and a bag of chips for dinner from 7 But low key, I'll say this in a positive way, Seven Eleven has the best donuts in town. Way better than any high quality donut ever. And they're cheap. They're so good. What con- like what donuts do you go for? I got a glazed one and then I got one of those ones with the pink frosting. Mm-hmm. But
0: they're seriously so good. I was unaware that 7-Eleven donuts were so good. Yeah, I swear to god. Like you
1: can pay $13 for a weird bacon whatever raspberry mm-hmm. stupid foo-foo donut vegan whatever but 7-eleven donuts are <gasps> a where ve- it- vegan bacon donut <laughs> yeah, <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> listen
0: <laughs> i haven't finished my coffee yet but i swear the Seven Eleven donuts are so good okay donut people you've heard it here jeff are you a donut eater
2: <laughs> yes I, yes, I think they're great donuts. They're very fresh. They make them every day. Yeah, yeah. I think they're totally underrated.
1: It's like the glaze and the batter. It's the dough. It's
0: so good. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had a bad donut. I'm trying to think That's if true. I've ever had a donut where I'm like, this isn't worth it. I'm not going to finish this. Versus one where I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't eat donuts that often. I'm not trying to brag. Yeah. I gained six pounds <laughs> somehow in the last four days or something. But, uh. Yeah, but I know that people go nuts over Krispy Kreme and I never quite understood that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't go nuts over Krispy. Krispy Kreme
0: are really light and airy, right? Yeah, I don't. I, I need like a paperweight if I'm going to eat a donut. Me too.
2: Yeah, Krispy Kreme is kind of its own thing. Like you eat it, and it just kind of turns into dough in your mouth. Yeah. And you eat one, and you go, "Well, that was fantastic and you eat too." And say, "I wish I only ate one." It's too
1: much. <laughs> yeah, I like like a Winchell's or a Dunkin' right. Donuts or like a gross, you know, like Winchell's, I like the dive yeah. bar of donuts. Yes, is what I'm about.
0: Yes. Uh, what is your favorite donut?
1: Um, the Seven Eleven. Oh no, sorry. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Specific. <laughs> Specific. I, I just like a plain glazed donut. Okay. Just plain, easy,
0: gross donut. Gotcha. Yeah. Now I think we should do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? This is where people write in with things they think or do. They wonder, is it just me? Is it everyone? Uh, and But before that, I have to ask, have you ever been to the Met Ball? Cause you no, said you're going I have there later not. Today. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not going. I'm doing oh, social you're sitting media in a room. for it. Yeah, yes. It's in New York. But
0: no, I have not been. Oh, right. It's in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Blind Jew Samurai says, Whenever I'm (laughs) enamored with someone in showbiz, I think of how sad it's going to be when they pass away. Example, watching Larry David interviews. My God, is this man funny. It's going to suck when he dies. I don't do that.
1: No, I don't do that at all. That seems like a weird thing about death that that guy has. Mm -hmm.
0: But I feel like I've read ones similar to this before. A lot of people, when they see an animal in a movie, if it's old, they think, oh, that animal's dead.
1: Oh my god, really? That literally, maybe I just don't have a death issue, mm-hmm. but I that doesn't even Never, cross ever. my mind.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, so I don't I, don't I don't do it regularly, but I have had those thoughts. But not not this. Um I do frequently have that thought when someone Famous and old dies. I didn't know they were still alive up until a I few am minutes not. ago. Yeah. I also maybe maybe about
1: Betty White, but only because yeah. it's so in the zeitgeist of like, oh
0: my God, Betty White's still alive. When right, is she going to
1: pass away? But I think that's the only person I have it
0: for. Jessica Lee says, bathroom sink water just tastes weird compared to kitchen sink water. Note, I live in South Lake Tahoe. Yeah, you, you never want to drink bathroom sink water. Yeah,
1: agree. No, you don't want to do that. Although yeah, it's, it's really
0: the same as other water. I mean, it's it, other unfiltered water.
1: Yeah, but still.
0: yeah. I don't even know. I but think see, it tastes different. I think in California in general, or Southern California at least, we just don't drink tap water because I don't think you sh- You're not supposed no, to, I right? Like like in New York, to. you can drink it, but here, who knows what's in there? Yeah, I've never... I don't know so that it. it grosses me out. Jeff, do you drink from hoses? <laughs> uh,
2: Yes, only if they've been laying in the sun all day. <laughs> I think the bathroom water tastes worse because there's just less of it moving through there so it's oh. a stale of water that's my guess
0: interesting yeah but the yeah.
2: perception is definitely that it doesn't taste as good
0: right cuz your cuz your brain's thinking bathroom thoughts yeah
2: well I, I feel like it's just sprung upon me i drink it and i think this tastes terrible mm-hmm. like just it doesn't taste it tastes like tap water but it also tastes not fresh tap water
0: i recently and by that i it was 2 years ago again the time <laughs> math thing <laughs> Two years ago, I was handed a glass of tap water, and it was so gross I could barely drink it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm wondering, did that come from the bathroom?
2: Hmm. Where were you? At the bus station.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was in
1: a
2: public restroom. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was doing someone's podcast. Oh, my God. Mm. I doubt they would give you bathroom
0: water. But it's, I mean, it's it's not like it came from a toilet if it was bathroom (laughs) water. No, but But it came from some kind of... There was something going on in the tap.
2: I think that you become unaware of how bad your tap water tastes when you drink it. When you drink it all the time, I stopped using my Brita filter for some reason and was just drinking tap water, and it seemed fine to me. And then I thought, well, why? Why did I stop using the Brita? And I put it in, and instantly I thought, this tastes so much better, hundred times better.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're used to not, we're used to water not really having a taste. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, tap water has a taste. I feel like there's someone out there who's going to think when I said, like, I, the tap water was so gross, I couldn't finish it. who's going to think that, like, oh, la-di-da. Yeah, that then- Los
1: Angeles liberal. Right.
2: <laughs> there's some really bad tap water out here. When I first moved here, I couldn't believe how bad the tap water was. Like, I just couldn't drink it.
0: Yeah, I think you're not advised to drink it. I don't know if it's considered potable. Yeah. Oh, it must be. Right. Because not everyone has a filter. Yeah. Again. Me with my privileged well, look. Everyone knows I don't like water to begin with. I so. hate water. Have we bonded over this? Yeah,
1: I think I'll go sometimes a whole day and realize I have not had any water.
0: Uh, that's a normal day for me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like I water. Hate water having to drink water is a. Something I don't want to do. Water can yeah. suck a dick. I really don't like it. I
1: really don't like it. I don't like it either. But you know what actually I realize is I do like the Gatorade. This is not a sponsored post. The Gatorade G2. um, And it's the purple one. And so sometimes when I like really realize that I need to drink water, I'll drink that.
0: Are you suggesting that that's an like a, a <laughs> an alternative, shit, to water. a real alternative to water? <laughs> yeah, because if because in that case, I would say that these refresh sparkling water beverages I drink, which they're different than Lacroix in that they're extremely artificially flavored and very sweet. I would say that these count as water. Yeah, that counts as water. Thank you. Oh my god, a hundred percent. This is all I drink. Yeah, it's okay, all I that's drink. That's water for sure. I mean, it's not though. Why? It's got because it's got a ton of artificial sweetener in it. Maybe not a ton. It's got some.
1: Oh my god, I would a hundred percent count that as water. So
0: what do you drink during the day?
1: Coffee, and then sometimes <laughs> I'll 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 probably have one of these. The oh, you're whole drinking day. A
0: Perrier. Yeah, it's water. Yeah, but I'll have
1: this through the day. Yeah, I feel like, like you're supposed to have eight of these.
0: My, which I've you never are- had. Is your pee like honey yellow? Because mine is very almost clear, which makes me know that I'm know. hydrated enough. Me too. I know
1: I'm hydrated. Yeah. And I pee all the time. Same. It's all the coffee. I don't think I need water.
0: I don't think I am like do. a camel. Yeah. My son, who's a, a baby. What's his pee like? <laughs> I only ever see it in a diaper. Occasionally, occasionally I'll see it arcing onto like my pillow or something. Yeah. But um, it's healthy looking he loves water weird mm-hmm. he loves it and David Huntsberger on the Thursday show was like yes because he's human <laughs> but to me it's like oh he's got a world of bev- beverages yeah to, uh, I, think- I feel kind of good that I haven't introduced him to anything other than what I mean other than You know, he had milk and formula, but he hasn't had juice and all this other stuff. But he, water is a real treat for him. He loves it. Most people I know don't like water. Really? Yeah. I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd. I know. Let me introduce you to some folks. (laughs) I'm the only one in my world. Everyone thinks it's
1: weird. Oh my God. No. All the women I hang out with hate water. What does everyone That's how I met them at one of our (laughs) hating water conferences. (laughs) Invite me. I could be your keynote speaker. So what do they all drink? Coffee? Yeah. I think we're just mostly like coffee or we'll just nurse water throughout the day. Like one bottle of water.
0: When you get really thirsty, what do you reach for? Uh, when I, get I reach super, for one of these sodas. Yeah, I'll do a, a Perrier yeah. or like a La Croix or whatever. I'm not that into La Croix. I feel like I'm alone because people post about being addicted to it. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% not addicted to it. Okay. Yeah. it's yeah. A real. take
1: it or leave it. No. Also, I think it makes me thirstier. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's dehydrating.
0: It's it's kind of abrasive. Yeah. It's abrasively fizzy. It's super not sweet. No. Also, some of the flavors are very bad. I
1: had a weird, yeah, and I had a cherry flavor that was Mm. disgusting. It it tasted like Robitussin. I like the berry. I've never had that. Really? I like
2: the lime. It's pretty good.
0: I don't know how I feel about the lime. It's just refreshing. Sometimes lime can be like, I feel like I'm drinking cleanser. It it's it doesn't taste it's like not that, that kind no, of no it's not that kind okay, of lime. because I recently was at a place that didn't have any soda yeah which oh no are you okay it was a bummer <laughs> but they had so I was either just gonna get water yeah which Ugh. we know how I feel <laughs> or uh, a flavored fizzy water so i chose and it was off it was a brand i was not familiar with it was a right. bottle it was like five dollars for a small bottle of, of lime flavored and it tasted like cleanser i, I drank that. it anyway it was like it was like somewhere between pine and lime Ugh, i hate that yeah, yeah that's what the cherry was
1: like it was tasted like cough medicine yeah i hate it doesn't sound good no
0: i'm glad okay i'm i'm gonna be the new member of your group of friends who perfect like water. team no water phil Scrog says I prefer the perfectly produced studio recording of a song over a live concert version. When a live version of a song is played on Pandora or Spotify, I always skip it. With a few exceptions, You 2 Live at Red Rocks, Cheap Tricks, I Want You to Want Me. Yeah, I feel the same.
1: Yeah, I also just don't think I like music very much. Have you always been this way? Yeah. I just, I feel like you need to keep up an education mm-hmm. in music in order to like music. And I don't do that.
0: I feel like Jensen Carp really does. Yeah, Even he before does. Drop the Mic. Oh, 100%. Because
1: you have to just keep up with new artists and new songs and yeah. know who sings the songs. And I'm just, you know, like Billy Joel's greatest hits on my Spotify. And then I'm done.
0: I used to be. I used to write about music. I used to be in a band. I used to be very into music. But I've totally, it totally slipped away. And now I just listen to the La La Land soundtrack <laughs> and various other soundtracks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, and kids music. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Kids music I have also from
1: when I was teaching. And that's super embarrassing when mm-hmm. it comes on when I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's all sorts
0: of embarrassing stuff that would cut like various self-help podcasts, all that <laughs> kind of stuff that could come up that I would not feel good about.
2: That's funny. When, he, when you read that, I was trying to think of live versions that I preferred. And Cheap Trick Surrender blows away the studio version. The live version from, I think, Live at Budokan blows mm-hmm. away the studio one. And he mentioned a Cheap Trick song. Yep. Well,
0: that's the exception. Misa Evans says, even though I'm 40 plus years old, I still love wearing my significant other's clothes. Is there anything more comfortable than a loved one's old sweatpants? Um... I've never worn Daniel's pants, I think because I don't want to even I don't even want to explore fit issues. Yeah, <laughs> there's a great episode of the Mindy Project. I think oh. it was the pilot where she has a
1: one night stand with a guy and she puts on his jeans the next day. She's like,
0: how do these get so tight through the night? And it turns <laughs> out they're his pants. <laughs> um, but I used to wear his T-shirts and I liked doing that, but I don't anymore. Yeah. Now, that, now that we're married, the t-shirt romance is gone. Yeah, I don't. Uh, okay. The great one says shredded cheese straight from the bag tastes better when you are eating it past your normal bedtime. Well, all food tastes better yeah, when you're 100%. eating it past your normal bedtime. Yeah, and shredded That's-
1: cheese from the bag tastes better than when it's it should be
0: yeah I would take it out of the bag put it in a spoon and then spritz some I can't believe it's not butter on it but again don't listen to anything I do six pounds jumped onto my body when I was (laughs) looking the other way Um. okay Ray Morgan says since every weird exotic animal quote tastes like chicken it makes me think twice about chicken I have not had that experience of thinking twice about chicken Not at at least not in this sense. Sometimes I think this is chicken. This was alive. It's weird that I can dissociate from it. I have that line of thinking. I mean, like, like just treat it as if anyway, I have like weird, I should be a vegetarian. I've been saying this for years. I've recently become a vegetarian. Really? Yeah. I went to that
1: place, the Gentle Barn. I don't know if you've heard of it where you can like hug a cow and like hang out with a pig and a horse and stuff like that. And after I went, I haven't had meat since. Maybe I should go. Yeah, I mean not, it did it even, for me. not to
0: become vegetarian but just I've been wanting to go anyway. Would it be good with a young fifteen oh. month old? Oh. That's a one year old. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be that person who's making everyone do math.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, I think you could. I don't know. Maybe too young. Yeah, I think maybe that's too young. I'm trying to think of like cleanliness. Oh right. Yeah might be like there's like flies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that it might be a little gross and it's hot um where is it i don't know is it in pasadena okay i'm trying to think of where it was somewhere
0: not la (laughs) yeah i didn't drive
1: yeah it's far away yeah um but yeah i just after after i went it just like it made me realize that when i'm eating like a chicken finger that i'm eating a an animal yeah Yeah.
0: that's exactly what i'm talking about Uh uh do you think you'll have you been vegetarian before
1: Yeah, but only for short sprints. And this is the longest I've been. It's been like a year now.
0: But you're doing vegetarian, not vegan? Oh, well, a year. Yeah. Been for a year. I thought you were a vegetarian. But then when you mentioned not sending a steak back, I'm like, oh, maybe you're not.
1: Yeah, no. In the past, I've been a
0: huge meat eater. Right. Yeah, but now I just, I can't do it. Hmm. Whenever this topic comes up, I like to say to my listeners, please don't send me any videos. I can't handle it. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, don't do that. Please, no information.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's my least favorite thing. Especially if anyone had ever tried to push vegetarianism down my throat, I never would have done it. And in the past, I never did it. Mm -hmm. It was just, you know, it happened naturally.
0: Yeah. I should go to this gentle barn place. But again, please don't send me anything. I can't. It's too much for me. I can't handle what I don't want to be. Like, yeah, I've been surprised be. by videos like that before. Like, I didn't expect. Like, there was a TV show that someone was watching one. And I was just like, I felt yeah. so disturbed afterwards. Yeah, it's
1: not for everyone. And also, you don't know everyone's emotion, how they react emotionally to things. So just yeah. don't do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that stuff either.
0: And lastly, Bruised by Dawn says, low on cosmic importance, but high on daily irritation is whatever BS Instagram uses for their Explore algorithm. It needs opt-in functionality with everything else excluded. Yeah, sometimes I hit Explore and I'm like, why is it giving me these? Like recently it gave me a bunch of like right wing accounts. Oh, really? It was, I was, it, that was the weirdest one. I'm like, what did I look at that makes you think I want to see all of this? Oh, weird. I don't use the Explore function occasionally I will explore it.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that later today and see what it gives me. See what
0: it gives you. Yeah. It's weird. Allie Siegel, it was so fun having you on the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I feel like there's more to explore <laughs> with you, so we're just going to have to have you back. Tell everyone um, where they, uh, just plug anything you'd like to plug. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at
1: OnlineAllison. You can find me on Instagram, at allybaby 90 And if you want to buy any of my weird shirts or art it's a uh, society six slash online allison
0: and they can follow celebs with braces art right? oh yeah celebs
1: with braces art on instagram is where
0: all my weird art is perfect <laughs> yeah jeff where do we find you
2: you can find me on facebook or twitter at colonel jeff fox
0: and follow me at allison rosen on twitter and instagram facebook is a Slash the Allison Rosen, just one L, and go to my website, AllisonRosen.com, for book info and ringtones and t shirts and all that fun stuff. Thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen
2: show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosie is your new best friend.